Welcome to Take a Left, the podcast from the Socialists and Democrats group in the European Parliament. Artificial intelligence holds great promise, but also raises significant concerns. One of the biggest concerns is the potential for job loss from automation as AI takes over tasks previously performed by humans. We believe that the benefits of AI must be shared fairly and that workers must not be left behind. So hopefully that was clear that those are the words of artificial intelligence via chat GPT, not the approved words of our political group. But it's pretty convincing, right? Anyone who has a job that involves drafting, from social media copy to legal documents, even to computer programming, has probably been playing around with this software lately to see if they can try to replace themselves. AI is here. So what's the progressive response? As the EU drafts a globally significant law, the EU AI Act, we're making a progressive stamp on it. We're working to avoid AI becoming Big Brother, trying to ensure that a human-centric approach is taken. Ultimately, we're working to protect workers' rights and consumers' rights as AI automates elements of life. This has to be a benefit, not a cause for concern for workers and people across society. In early December last year, we held a workshop across Europe in multiple locations on designing societies where artificial intelligence works for all. Brando Benefei is the lead for our political group on artificial intelligence. My colleague Bernardo spoke to Brando about all this in Strasbourg. Brando, what's the most exciting thing about AI? I think AI will be able to uh, let us uh, develop new opportunities, new ways of doing things, create more uh, time for ourselves, uh, reduce the burden on many tasks that we do today. But at the same time, it is risky for our personal freedom, for our data protection, for our consciousness of what's happening around us. Because we are talking about an evolutionary technology that needs to be put into a regulatory framework. That's what we are doing so that we are sure that all AI deployed in Europe is put into service of the interests of the people to create jobs, to create a better uh, life for uh, everyone and not put at the interest of uh, the few. We definitely need to regulate. Has anyone tried yet? Uh, is the EU AI Act the first attempt to regulate AI? The European Union is the first area in the world that... Uh, tries a horizontal regulation of AI that encompasses all aspects to be sure that all high-risk AI are put into control, that people can trust that they have a safe uh, environment of development of AI, and also those users that need to be prohibited, like biometric uh, surveillance, the use of surveillance cameras for um, uh, uh, any kind of, of uh, possible uh, misuse are 
forbidden. We want to be sure with this uh, regulatory effort that we can create a model also uh, for the rest of the world, at least open a debate with the rest of the world on the need for a human-centric, ethically-driven uh, AI that is really at the service of people and is not developed in a way that can create uh, unnecessary harm. What are we as socialists and democrats especially concerned about? We have been fighting to strengthen all measures against discriminations and in favor of workers and vulnerable people in general. We want to create uh, a context of development of AI in Europe that is clearly in favor of redistribution of power, of knowledge and also of resources so that AI is not helpful only for those that have already uh, access to means in society that are knowledgeable but can become a mean of um, uh, emancipation, of freedom for all people. This means that we um, need to uh, be tough in the discussions that we are having or still in the parliament and then with the member states so that the interests of, of workers, the interests of uh, um, uh, low-income uh, people and also creative people that uh, with their work of art and their uh, um, ideas should not be exploited by big uh, corporations that could think of training their AI by using their um, work without compensation. So you see a lot of areas where uh, the issue of uh, a socialist perspective needs to be put in place and this is what we are doing knowing that this is the only way to have a, a human-centered AI that can really serve the interests of all people. Alex Saliba is a member of the European Parliament from Malta, and he's keeping an open mind. So, first of all, this, this is a very exciting time for us uh, as an SND political family, especially when it comes uh, to the digital portfolios. Um, next week, in Vienna, in our external group meeting, we will be approving our revised SND digital policy paper, a 45-pager, which is... Let's put it like that, our Bible when it comes to digital policy, touching from cybersecurity, touching to the AI Act, we have a whole chapter dealing with AI, touching upon data and all the aspects that we are dealing in right now at an EU level and also our ambition uh, of what we want to see during this legislature and also in the next in the next legislatures. So uh, as I as I said in my in my remarks, we are trying to keep an open approach as much as possible. As an SND political family, we are leaders when it comes to the biggest digital uh, pieces of legislations. Uh, we, we were leaders in the Digital Services Act, in the Digital Markets Act. When it came to the GDPR, we introduced a number of concepts. We were leaders when it came to other pieces of legislation which are bringing a change in people's lives, such as the 
universal charger. And we will continue to do so. And we can continue to do so by maintaining this open approach, by listening, by continuing to increase, increase our outreach, not only remaining in the Brussels bubble, but going directly as we are doing today in each and every member state. And as a political family here today, we are not discussing a futuristic, futuristic dossier. We are discussing something which is affecting on a daily basis the choices of our consumers, the fundamental rights of our citizens. Therefore, it is really important in this whole process of negotiations, in this dialogue that we have within the European Parliament at council level, at commission level, to do it right. And one of the most important aspects is the issue of giving the right information to our citizens to be able to enforce their rights when such important decisions are being taken by artificial intelligence. For Alex Saliba, how we react to AI is similar to how we react to other digital trends. Although the GDPR is important and it's covering course, a number of, of aspects, the power asymmetry out there, the imbalance between user rights and what these big tech giants are doing out there. Mm-hmm. This power asymmetry is huge and that is why we need the AI Act. So, although we are being leaders at EU level, we were leaders when it came to the, to the GDPR, we were leaders on the DSA, uh-huh. on the DMA, we are leading the way. True. But... Ultimately, uh, it, it is a situation whereby the effects on the ground, I believe, are not being felt. Although I believe that when it comes to data, uh, we have made great advances. Yeah. And when compared to our data market and how our data is being used to other continents, although there is now replication also in other continents, mm-hmm. what we are doing, um, and this ripple effect when we are legislating and being leaders uh, in the digital ecosystem at EU level, this will definitely leave its ripple effects on other continents. I believe that we should and we must do more, especially when it comes to these processes, which, as a lot of us are saying today, they are alien to the majority of our citizens. Not tangible. No, not tangible. Law enforcement is a key area of danger for misuse of AI, which the EU AI Act can avoid. As Alex Saliba says is a reality like uh, predictive policing which is a reality which is a very dangerous reality so these are realities that are surrounding us i think that we are not at the same level as the us china when it comes to uh, these very intrusive let's put it like that very true. Uh, and which 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 can be very discriminatory um, but at the same time i believe that it is also important to uh, also make it clear in the ai act as we have in the in the in the first draft it is clear totally clear and I think it is a line which is being accepted by all political mm-hmm. groups at EP level and also I think at council and commission levels. Generally, Brando Benefei is optimistic about the negotiations on artificial intelligence. I would say cautiously optimistic because um, I see that the negotiations in the parliament are going well. Uh, we see that the parliament is mostly united in um, many of the crucial aspects. In fact, one topic that was discussed more in the Malta seminar, the one about the governance, is one of the topics where there are more differences in the approaches of the parliamentarians. But globally, I would say the parliament is quite united in defending a human-centric approach. The EU's AI Act has the potential to set the tone globally, as well as protecting the 450 million inside the EU. We're determined to not replicate existing social inequalities like gender inequality. 
We have to regulate to protect workers' rights to make sure that no one's left behind. We also have to make sure that AI helps us live better, freer lives. So with the confidence that we'll do just that, I hand you back to our robot colleague to wrap up. As Social Democrats in the European Parliament, we believe that the EU AI Act must prioritize people's well-being and human rights. We hope that our discussion today has shed some light on this issue. Thanks for listening.